morning, as it tells us in Hebrews 13.8, it says, it says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our scripture reading this morning is not one that you would normally hear on Christmas Sunday, and it's not in the lectionary, but I think it's very apropos, and it ties in with several themes that run throughout scripture. So our, our scripture reading this morning comes from the 13th chapter of the book of Judges, the first seven verses and then the 24th verse. Consider the word of the Lord. The Israelites again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord gave them into the hand of the Philistines 40 years. There was a certain man of Zorah, of the tribe of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren, having borne no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Although you are barren, having borne no children, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now be careful not to drink wine or strong drink or to eat anything unclean, for you shall conceive and bear a son. No razor is to come on his head, for the boy shall be a Nazarite to God from birth. It is he who shall begin to deliver Israel from the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, A man of God came to me, and his appearance was like that of an angel of God, most awe-inspiring. I did not ask him where he came from, and he did not tell me his name. But he said to me, You shall conceive and bear a son. So then drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean, for the boy shall be a Nazarite to God from birth to the day of his death. The woman bore a son and named him Samson. The boy grew and the Lord blessed him. The Spirit of the Lord began to stir him in Mananadan between Zorah and Eshtaal. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Please be in prayer with me and for me. Gracious and loving God, God who sent Jesus to be our Savior, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our salvation. Well, pretty interesting here, huh? How many of you are on the naughty list? This time we talk about it. Well, well, you know how I feel. Everybody's on the naughty list, right? But the good news is we can all be on the nice list too. It starts out here, it says, Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, right? I don't know about y'all, but pretty much at least once a year, I have to say, again, I did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. No, I'm just kidding. It's more like once every couple of hours. But we do that, don't we? You know, it's not just that we sin and fall short of the glory of God. We sin and do it over and over and over again. And that's what Israel did. 
But again, as we celebrate this time of year, the good news is, just like the good news that we read about in Luke chapter 2, you know, the angel said, I bring you good news of great joy, for today a Savior is born. A Savior is born. Now this particular person that was born here that we read about, Samson, he was one of the judges. Now it says, Samson... You should, read the, you should read the whole story. Of course, I always encourage everybody to read the whole story. Samson was the first person that we read about in Scripture that was a Nazarite for life. For life, it says there. There are at least two other Nazarites for life in the Bible. And Nazarite just means somebody that's separated. Somebody that's separated, they're consecrated to be holy unto God. There was Samson, there was Samuel, and there was John the Baptist. And a Nazarite, you can, you can read about in Numbers chapter 6, a Nazarite couldn't drink wine or have any, any products that were uh, made with grapes. So a Nazarite couldn't even drink grape juice, right? They couldn't cut their hair. They were long-haired hippie dogs, right? <laughs> They never got to cut their hair, no razor, and or their or their beard for that matter, you know. So they would be a sight. They could uh, dress up like Santa Claus, I guess. They couldn't touch a dead body. That was that was forbidden for them. And of course, like all Jewish people, they were to follow the dietary laws and to not eat anything unclean. Samson did all of those things. Think about that as did Israel. Samson's a good parallel for Israel when you read his stories and how they, they would do okay for a while and then they would start sinning. But did you see what it said there about Samson? It said he was the one that would begin to bring salvation to his people, begin to save his people. He wasn't the one to do it. He wasn't the one to do it. Now, there's another interesting theme we have here when we talk about being naughty and nice, which was Samson, or is in Luther's terms, in Luther's terms, we're sinners and at the same time justified, right? We're sinners and at the same time justified, which again was very much like Israel. Israel continued to fall away from God, but Israel was God's chosen people to lead the rest of the world to the light of God. Samson was born of a woman that was barren. She was barren. And again, this is one of those, those reoccurring themes. We first see it back in Genesis with Sarah, right? God tells Abram he's going to have a son. He waits and waits and waits and uh, nothing happens. And finally Sarah conceives and bears Isaac. And then look, Isaac's wife, Rebecca, was barren too. Did y'all realize that? Sometimes she gets kind of overlooked as far as being in the list of, of barren women. But I want you to notice something else that it says. In Genesis 25, 21, it says that Isaac prayed to the Lord for Rebecca because she was barren, right? He prayed to the Lord. And as we know, she became a mother of multiples, right? 
And then, which really ties in with this story in an amazing way, there is Jacob's favorite wife, Rachel, who was barren for a long, long time. In fact, in fact, it's interesting, it's interesting here. It's said that Manoah, Samson's father, was a Danite, right? So he was from the tribe of Dan. Dan was Bilhah, that was Rachel's servant. Dan was Bilhah's first child. And the reason he was born was because Rachel was barren and she did one of those uh, deals like Sarah did with her handmaid. Bilhah had a son whose name was Dan. Then there's Hannah, right? Hannah, the mother of Samuel, another one of the Nazarites for life, was barren as well. And she went to the temple, right? Prayed. Eli told her, you're going to have a son. So she got her son, Samuel. And then for us, tying in right now with this, there was Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, John the Baptist's mother, John the Baptist, another Nazarite for life. And notice, too, in Luke chapter 1, what did Zechariah do? Zechariah did the same thing that Isaac had done. He prayed for his wife to have a child, and she did. She did. So I want us to remember this morning as we prepare to celebrate the birth of our Lord here in a couple of days, miracles happen when we pray to God and remember that everything comes from God. When we work with God, miracles happen. And folks who weren't supposed to have babies have them. And all sorts of wonderful things can take place. The most important thing for us, I believe, in this season or any time of year to remember is what Manoah's wife, and did you notice too, she doesn't get named. We don't know what Samson's mother's name was. It's not there. We know what his wife's name was, right? But we don't know what his, uh, what his mother's name was. And what does she do? She says, I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name. But she believed him, right? She believed him. That's the important thing. And it's the very same example that Mary gave. Now, Mary wasn't barren, but Mary was the recipient of a miraculous birth like the other like the barren women that we've discussed so far and when the angel came to Mary she said what let it be unto me according to your word she believed she believed see now Mary they've got a, you know there's a fancy uh, theological term for Mary right it's the theotokos right they use it more than, than they do use it a lot more than we do in the Eastern Church. But it means the one who bears God, the God bearer. That's what Theotokos means, which is what they refer to Mary as.
But here's the good news, right? We're all God-bearers. We're all God-bearers. We can do for others what they can't do for themselves when we work with God. And we can take to them the message of the good news of Jesus this time of year and all times of year. You know, and it's not so hard for us to do if we stop and remember that we're all on the naughty list, right? And we're all on the nice list as well. And the next time we start to get short with somebody, it'd be a good time to remember that I'm not so hot myself, right? I do bad things from time to time. So I need to cut this other person a little slack. And it's a good time for us to remember that if we pray and work with God, miracles happen, and we'll see them. We'll see miracles around us. You know, miracles always take place in the lives of people who earnestly seek God and pray for that. And we see that time and time and time again throughout the Bible and in our lives. And then finally, if we'll just believe, if we believe that we can bring life and light and love to those around us, we can. Amen. Amen.